Hey everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com, and before we get into episode 27 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience that is the Frugal Snobs podcast, of course this podcast has never won an award, but that could all change as I'd like to say. But, just as a quick open uh, for this week's episode, which is entitled Reciprocity, I wanted to give a couple of updates before we get into the episode. First, I wanted to wish everyone a safe and happy Veterans Day in the United States. Tomorrow, November 11th, is Veterans Day, or for our European listeners, that would be Armistice Day. So, hope everyone has a very uh, pleasant Veterans Day again tomorrow, November 11th, 2015, or Armistice Day, of course, if you're in Europe. Now, the second item I wanted to discuss is I want to congratulate Christina, the producer of the Frugal Snouts podcast. She makes everything happen on this show, as I have said in the past, for a new opportunity. Christina's going to be moving on to an audio visual career and we would definitely wish her luck here at the frugal snobs but she'll still be available to produce this great show every single week so no fret folks just wanted to give a congratulations to christina very happy for her and wish her well now the next item i did also want to discuss uh, is that we are in the holiday period folks and i'm taking a sip on a costa rican roast here which uh, we will be reviewing for frugalsnobs.com now as we're moving into the holiday period we're very busy at the frugal snobs so what we've decided to do in moving forward with our registration model at frugalsnobs.com is to really migrate a lot of our content over uh, to more of a short-form content model. It's very popular, and we're hoping that you enjoy it a bit more than just having blog posts. So you'll be seeing fewer blog posts moving forward, everyone, and seeing more video-based content or short-form content in terms of reviews uh, and other special reports from the Frugal Snobs. So... Um, do be looking uh, forward uh, in the future to those items as well. So you'll be seeing, again, fewer blog posts uh, and more short-form content, which you'll be able to consume by checking out our YouTube channel by going to videos.frugalsnobs.com. That being the case, before we get into episode 27, I'd like to give the shameless plugs for the Frugal Snobs. You can find out more about us, as always, at frugalsnobs.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs, on Twitter at twitter.com slash frugalsnobs, or at Frugal Snobs, or use the hashtag Frugal Snobs to keep the discussion going. You can check out a gallery of all of our images as well by going to frugalsnobs.tumblr.com. And of course, you can register at frugalsnobs.com to make sure that you, of course, are getting all of the great content produced every single day and every single week. Again, we're moving more toward the short-form content model, but not to fret, folks. If you register at frugalsnobs.com, you'll be able to still get some great content, so don't miss out. All right, that being the case, let's get into episode 27. Hope everyone enjoys the episode. Be well, never pay retail. Hey, this is Christine from Frugal Snobs, and I am coming at you with a quick chocolate review here. We are um, sampling the Godiva Pumpkin Spice. Now, the Godiva Pumpkin Spice is a seasonal chocolate that comes out uh, around this time of year, which is the fall. We're in November now. And it comes with a nice orange foil with a little pseudo leaving coil glued to it when they're attempting to make it look like a pumpkin, which is sort of cute here. Now, whenever you take it out of the wrapper and actually smell it, you can actually get a good smell of pumpkin. Cutting into the piece here, it's a very easy, quiet cut. It's not hard at all. And whenever you look at it, it actually looks like you are looking at almost like pie filling. Now, let's take a bite here and see how exactly this tastes. Mm. It does taste like a pumpkin pie with a hint of chocolate because of the chocolate shell. I would say that the chocolate shell is about a quarter inch, not 
too, no, actually more of like an eighth of an inch. Nothing too thick. It's a very soft chocolate and like a pumpkin pie filling. You can definitely taste the spices in this piece. Definitely a great fall Thanksgiving time piece. Definitely recommend it for the holidays this time of year. And it's good if you like pumpkin. If you don't like pumpkin, I don't recommend this piece. But if you do, it is definitely one that needs to make your list as far as little side treats or desserts for your Thanksgiving get-together. As always, be well, never, never pay retail, and we'll see you down the road. Have a good one. Hey everybody, this is Justin from FrickleSnobs.com. Today is a very cool but sunny Saturday, November 14th, 2015. I'd like to welcome everyone to episode 27 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience. That's never won an award, but that could all change, as I like to say. That is the Frickle Snobs podcast. Now, before we get into this week's episode and our topic of reciprocity, I did also just want to state that um, I uh, am with a heavy heart today and looking at the... Uh, News from late last night, the attack in Paris by ISIS. Um, very unfortunate. Uh, I'm glad at least the gunmen were, of course, uh, handled by the French authorities. And uh, over 120 people were killed. Uh, over 180 were injured. Uh, very sad. Very, very sad. So we live in troubling times, folks. So at any rate, I did want to mention that, and we can go ahead and move on at this point. So do check out your local news outlets for the latest information. So... Um, at any rate, I did want to also give a bit of an update before we get into this week's topic um, regarding hits as well as the registration model at frugalsnobs.com and our conversion to short-form uh, video content. So um, as it relates uh, to the Frugal Snobs project at this point, as I had mentioned previously, um, we will be moving more to a short-form content uh, model. And what I mean by that is we'll, be, we'll actually be doing more video-based reviews. Uh, obviously, the blog content is valuable to us. However, um, much of the, the blogging does take quite a bit of time. And as Frugal Snobs, we're, we're quite busy. And we know you are as well. So to better accommodate... Um, the needs of our listeners and also our readers, we've decided to convert to a short-form uh, video content model. That being the case, we will be putting out a number of videos weekly moving forward. It's a little bit easier for us, and again, we hope it's easier for you and more entertaining by having short-form video content that you can easily stream on your mobile, on a tablet, a transformer, a laptop, or desktop web. So we're hoping that um, that will at least be a bit more... Uh, convenient for all of our all of our listeners and also all of the readers at frugalsnobs.com. Now, that being the case, in order to access a majority of the content at this point at frugalsnobs.com, we encourage you to go and register. Registration is a very easy process. You can register either organically at frugalsnobs.com or you can also register using your Facebook or Twitter account as well. So uh, please do register at frugalsnobs.com. It doesn't cost you a thing, folks. And again, by registering, you'll be able to access all of the uh, excellent content uh, that we have out there at frugalsnobs.com and also, of course, all of the videos that we'll be placing uh, at frugalsnobs.com for the short-form content. So please do go register. Uh, it's definitely to your benefit, and again, it doesn't cost you a thing. So, that being the case, I'll go ahead and give the shameless plugs at this point. You can find out more about us at frugalsnobs.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs, on Twitter at twitter.com slash frugalsnobs, or 
at Frugal Snobs. You can also use the hashtag Frugal Snobs, all one word, all lowercase, uh, to keep the conversation going. You can also view images from all the posts that we've placed at frugalsnobs.com by going to Tumblr and checking us out at frugalsnobs.tumblr.com. And of course, all the videos, including the video version of this podcast, as well as all of our short-form content videos, will be placed and available at videos.frugalsnobs.com, which will take you to the Frugal Snobs YouTube channel. All right, so before we get into the topic this week, I did also want to remind everyone, as a friendly reminder, we are at the end of the year, folks, and uh, we are approaching the holiday period. Tis the season to be giving, as I have mentioned on the show before. And I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, one way you can actually help out the Frugal Snobs project is by doing your holiday shopping through Amazon, but doing it through the Frugal Snobs. So simply go to Amazon um, directly, and you can actually use one of our affiliate links, which we will be putting out one of the associate links to make that easier for you. However, you can also go to frugalsnobs.com, use the Amazon search widget, search for your item of choice, click on it from the results. You'll be taken to the Amazon landing page for the product. From there, you would simply use your standard or prime Amazon account, make your purchase, and as a result, whether you use Amazon organically or use frugalsnobs.com as your entry point, um, Amazon will kick back a few bucks to help cover production costs of this show and to the Frugal Snobs project. It's one very easy way to help us out this season um, and help us continue keeping uh, this show uh, produced for you for absolutely free without a fee, uh, but again, helping us cover production costs. Now, another way that you can also help out the Frugal Snobs project is by directly donating. Uh, simply go to frugalsnobs.com, click on Donate, and via PayPal and a secure payment, uh, you are welcome to make a donation amount of your choice to the Frugal Snobs project. And again, every little bit helps everyone. Now, a third way that you can actually help us out is by taking the PodTrack survey at frugalsnobs.com. Now, we always strive to provide the best content possible on this show. And in doing so, uh, it's very difficult for us to collect demographic data. PodTrack makes that very easy. All you have to do is go to frugalsnobs.com, click on podcast, click the link to the PodTrack survey, and in five to ten minutes you'll be able to give us uh, valuable demographic data that helps us align new content as well as potential sponsors for the Frugal Snobs podcast. As I have mentioned before, folks, this show is organically created every single week. And again, I'm not a huge fan of ad copy, but if we are going to include sponsors for this show, I would rather those sponsors be uh, related to relevant relevant uh, topics, products, services, etc. that all of you find useful than just reading ad copy for ad copy's sake. So by taking the PodTrack survey, you'll be able to help us out with that. So please do go take the do, go take pardon me, do take the PodTrack survey at frugalsnobs.com and it will definitely help us out. Because I've had too much coffee today. So alright, getting into this week's topic, which is reciprocity and professionalism. Um, I really thought about a topic this week um, that that focuses more on um, an individual who it might be in mid-career or maybe looking to switch companies. Now, we've talked a bit in the past about the the topics of uh, moving up or moving on. We've talked about not working but not forgotten, but we never really addressed the value of reciprocity in your current role if you are in a stable position with an organization. And I think sometimes people forget reciprocity in the workplace. I'm going to have a few examples today to really talk about the value of reciprocity and also working with individuals and also providing reciprocity uh, in, a, in a very shameless way, a very humble way, and also in, in a means that's tactful. So in terms of reciprocity, um, we all work with a number of individuals in our roles, right? We are not made unless the people around us make us who we are, whether they're a colleague, a manager, a subordinate, etc. But 
you should always be appreciative in your role, professionally speaking, for where you are and what you've been able to create in that role, what you've been able to organically generate, what you've been able to achieve, but you've been able to achieve through the work of others. It's not a one-man show, and I know many people seem to think that they're an eagle amongst the team and that they want to be a leader and that they are the most important um, individual within within their team or division, etc. That is not true, everyone. We all make each other. It's all a circle right? So never forget that. Be humble. And when it comes to reciprocity, uh, there's a number of ways you can assist others in the organization. And I'll give a couple of examples here. Now, from my own career, um, in my current role, uh, I am a, I'm an individual contributor uh, here on the East Coast. Most of my team is on the West Coast of the U.S. So for me to contribute to the team uh, in a remote capacity, I not only focus on supporting my, my customer, which is, of course, an arm of the Defense Department here in Washington, but one of the ways that I try to provide benefit to my team is through developing solutions for products and services that are developed on the West Coast. For example, I may write a utility, or I may create um, a document, or I may, may create process uh, improvements that really help my team. And again, it's part of the reciprocity of giving back to my team by making operations better in my role to help the folks in their role in California, as I mentioned before. So again, that is just one example. Always, always remember where you came from and what you're doing and the people around you that make you who you are. And one of the ways you can do that is by helping others around you and helping your team. Now, that could be, in my case, for example, building a utility or writing a document or helping another individual out. Another example might be that you are in a profession where you're in a sales organization and you work heavily with others on your sales team. Maybe you have a, a sales engineer who demonstrates products for you. Maybe you have an account management team that manages customer expectations for existing customers. Maybe you have other, other representatives or account executives within the sales organization that you work with to collect information or to work together on capturing a sale. Um, it's always good to take care of those people as well. Now, I, I have in my own past as a sales engineer, um, I've been provided with some very nice gifts from some of my sales reps, and I'm not saying you should do that and buy off uh, your colleagues, so to speak. And I've always given some gifts back in most cases if they were extravagant. But I've also always um, seen a, an exercise of reciprocity from them as well, whether it be a nice box of cigars or a lunch or or something that's just a nice way of, of saying that you appreciate the other people around you and they, they help you do what you do the best that you can. So that's just another example. Now, um, one of the, the, the areas that I think a lot of people have issues with is how to um, professionally vend reciprocity to others. You don't want to seem as if you're trying to buy them off. <clears throat> Pardon me or by their favor, but you do want to show them that you do appreciate what they do. And one of the ways you can do that is do something simple, something small. So understand the work habits of the colleagues around you and focus on doing something for those around you that's professionally based but also helps make their job easier. Uh, as I mentioned before, one of the ways that I've been able to do that is, of course, through either building utilities or, in, in my case, uh, we work uh, quite a bit with trouble uh, shooting exercises and with, of course, incident ticket systems and, tr and issue tracking systems. So one of the things that I did to help my team is I built a set of Microsoft Outlook form templates uh, that help us better collect information on an issue and initiate a, a ticket or, or an issue via email much more easily than before of having to manually enter the tickets every time online. So we can use 
an email functionality with a standardized template, it makes ticket entry much easier. And again, it's part of that process improvement and reciprocity to my team uh, approach that I talked about. That's one way to very easily and tactfully provide reciprocity to your team. Uh, members of my team have helped me a number on a number of occasions in my role, certainly, especially when I was coming up and learning and being trained. So what better to do than to give back to them by giving them more of my skills and helping them in a different way. And for those professionals out there that have come into your role um, from a different, <clears throat> pardon me, from a different industry perhaps, you have an opportunity to use skills from maybe another life or a past experience to help the team that you have currently. And again, in my case, what I've been able to do is to use some of my development skills and my coding skills to build utilities for our software solutions that no one else on the team has had time to do. It's not that they can't do it or that they're not capable, it's that they just haven't had time. So for me to be able to provide utilities and tools that we can use to do our job better, it gives back to my team in a purposeful way. So you're not currying favor, you're not bribing anyone, you're focusing on the task at hand and helping your team be a better team. And that's giving back to your team in the right way and in a positive way. Now another way that you can give back to your team is also by changing um, the way people think and perceive things. Now in my role, I, my, my colleague in California and I are basically like night and day. We're very different people. We have very different approaches to life in general. And we have very different work habits. So I'm not saying that I try to curry his favor or persuade him to think the way I do. But one of the things that I try to do in terms of my reciprocity to my colleague is to try to reason with him often about reaching a consensus on a certain point or helping him see a bit more clearly when he's at a point of being angry or upset. Um, one of the things that I've always tried to do is try to stop a person from taking extremes in their career and try to help them step back from that ledge and also introspectively investigate their feelings and also to try to come up with a solution to a problem that's a bit uh, less combative. So if there's anything that I can do, at least from reciprocity of the people that help me do my job better, is to help them see things a bit differently and maybe a bit more positively than before. And also just being a sounding board, just being there to listen to a lot of people really helps them out. It gives them the, the venting mechanism that they need, and it also gives them a source of advice from others around them. So if you're going to engage with your team and, and provide reciprocity, just make sure that, that reciprocity is purposeful and that it's meaningful to others. Again, gifts are not not exactly the the uh, avenue I would select everyone, even though I have received gifts for maybe closing a really good deal or a very large uh, opportunity in my previous role, but I would rarely accept them. Um, and if so, I would always split my my gifts with uh, the person who gave them to me. Of course, always from the from the giver as the recipient. I've always I've always tried to share what they've given me back with them. So um, definitely want to share with your colleagues. You definitely want to make them feel appreciated, but you also at the same time want to help empower them so that you're all stronger as a unit. Reciprocity is important because it helps you to show that you value those around you. You don't simply take from them, but you're also a giver. But there are also limits to giving because, because there comes a fine line, everyone, between giving and bribing. So be careful about walking that fine line. So at any rate, I did want to talk about professionally providing reciprocity within an organization or within a team. Now, in the case of those of you who are like myself, a remote employee, it's a little more difficult to provide reciprocity to your teammates because you don't see them every day. But some of the things that you can easily do 
to help others on your team is to perform more of a block and tackle exercise. I've done that a number of times in my own career where I know my colleague may be busy or he may be attending a meeting or he may have some other personal things to deal with. I will do the best I can in my position to help shield him um, from a certain uh, task he has to complete by either picking up additional work or basically blocking for him or collecting information for him so that when he is ready to re-engage, I'm able to back him up to cover for him and then to, of course, allow him to have the means to move forward once he does return. So that's a very simple thing, everyone. So most of you who are in the field or remote, that might be a nice way for you to provide reciprocity to members of your team in a professional way by simply blocking and tackling. You learn something in the process, you help out your colleague, and of course, then of course you, you buy political capital within the organization as well by helping out those either above you, peer to you, or even those beneath you in a subordinate position within the organization. So I just wanted to point that out this week. We haven't really talked about reciprocity in the past, um, but I did want to point out that it is very important. It, is, it can also be a make or break factor in your happiness in your role uh, within your current organization. I didn't want anyone to think, because we've talked about moving up or moving on and not working and not forgotten uh, to be a, a, any kind of catalyst or an indicator that I'm advocating negativity in the workplace. I am not. What I'm saying, though, is that if you're happy where you are and you want to maintain some of that positive energy, that good karma, quote-unquote, I would definitely suggest that reciprocity be a very nice avenue for you to pursue. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up on the topic of reciprocity. Pretty short topic this week, but I do have a quick rant, and then I'll go ahead and wrap up episode 27. So as I had mentioned in a previous episode, episode 26 of the First Nops Podcast, I had a couple rants last week, and I don't want to become known for my rants on this show, but I did have a quick rant. This week, our producer, our illustrious producer, Christina, and I had lunch together on Veterans Day on Wednesday, and we decided to go to a local Chinese restaurant. Now, this Chinese restaurant, it, it's a standard Chinese buffet. They have some excellent food, but they also have a bit of a, of a Japanese slant in that they have a sushi bar. So we go there quite a bit, uh, at least for my benefit, for sushi, because it's an excellent price, awesome sushi. But at any rate, every time we go into this restaurant, there are always, always a busload of individuals who arrive at the restaurant just after we arrive. We showed up this Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We're the only ones in the restaurant. Food was fresh, sushi was being freshly made, and we were enjoying our lunch. And around 20 minutes, 20 minutes after we arrived, a busload of Asian tourists showed up. It's, it's insane. They always show up right after we do. Now, I have no problem with busloads of tourists or busloads of Asian tourists showing up, although I do quite find it quite funny that Asian tourists are being taken to a Chinese buffet. I think it's a little too cliche, a little stereotypical, and kind of rude, in my opinion. But at any rate, that, at least from my perspective, is a bit rude from a social perspective. But let me tell you something else that's really rude, folks. It's when you go into one of these restaurants and all of these people come in as if they own the restaurant. They don't have reciprocity, as I talked about before. They're not, they don't socially behave. They, they cut you off if you're at the buffet and trying to get the, the food that you want and that you work so hard to pay for on your plate and enjoy your lunch. They sit next to you and talk loudly. Food is, of course, being... being consumed disgustingly. Food is falling out of people's mouths. We actually saw that on Wednesday while talking. People were talking with food 
falling from their mouths. It was absolutely disgusting. At any rate, we decided to wrap up our lunch and leave the restaurant. As we're leaving, another wave of tourists shows up and literally pushes us out of the way as they're coming into the restaurant. We had to sit and wait for a sea of humanity to enter the restaurant because they couldn't wait to let us leave. Very, very rude. It's ridiculous. All right, now I feel better and I'm done with that rant. Okay, so folks, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up episode 27 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Um, To all of our listeners or any of our readers who are in France, you have our condolences. If there's anything that the Frugal Snobs can do uh, from a donation perspective or from a charitable perspective, we're certainly open-minded to that. So let us know by sending an email to contact at frugalsnobs.com if there's anything we can do for this latest tragedy. And as always, you can always find out more about us at frugalsnobs.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs, on Twitter at twitter.com slash frugalsnobs, or at frugalsnobs. You can also use the hashtag frugalsnobs, all one word, all lowercase, to keep the discussion going and check out images of all of our uh, happenings around the Frugal Snobs by going to Tumblr at frugalsnobs.tumblr.com and checking out all the short-form content by checking out our YouTube channel by going to videos.frugalsnobs.com and, of course, registering folks at frugalsnobs.com. Don't forget to register. We've made it very easy for you to register either through social media or right at frugalsnobs.com. As I wrap up this episode right off to the sunset, I wish, I wish pardon me, Ronda Rousey luck tonight in her fight against, of course, um, Holly Holmes at UFC 193. So, unfortunately, folks, I am not staying up for the event. I'm expecting a first-round knockout by Rousey this evening. So, check it out, everybody. UFC 193. Uh, I wish all the competitors tonight the best of luck. And to all of our friends in France, again, you have our condolences. If there's anything we can do, please do always let us know. Be well. Never pay retail. I'm going to ride off into the sunset and enjoy the rest of my day. Take care, everyone, and take care of each other. Hey everyone, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Hope everyone enjoyed episode 27 of the Frugal Snobs podcast and our topic relating to professional reciprocity. Now, um, in thinking through the episode a bit, I did want to give a little bit of a podcast extra and discuss three very quick activities that you can engage in right now to engage in professional reciprocity and to help those around you out. Now again, Everyone, as I had mentioned on the episode, you take care of those that take care of you. There's a couple of ways you can do that very easily right now from the comfort of your own desk, couch, etc. And these are mostly online-related activities, but there's also some other activities I wanted to talk about. So the first of the three activities I wanted to talk about is one easy way that you can provide reciprocity to those around you is through professional recommendations. And a great way to do that is by using LinkedIn. I'm sure many folks have used the professional social network of LinkedIn to find a job, perhaps maybe get introduced to a new colleague, maybe find a colleague you used to work with and connect with them and build that social network of professionals in your industry or cross industries. And one great way to help endorse others in your industry that you work with and you know do good work is by simply recommending them via LinkedIn. Recommendations are very easy to create as endorsements of others, and it really helps those folks out by being able to publish those recommendations right on their profile. Um, It it shocks me at how many people don't use LinkedIn, and they really should as a professional social network, and this is one reason why you should. Recommendations are very easy to provide for those around you who you know do good work, and again, gives a very nice push in the professional reciprocity uh, direction. Now, 
in the same line as recommendations are introductions. You can use uh, LinkedIn or other professional social networks to easily introduce colleagues to others and to easily assist them in networking, finding a new job perhaps, or finding others in their industry or helping them build a social group that maybe they are that they are leading. Um, many social networks have groups that many many folks uh, create and have a hard time finding others to join. And one really easy way that you can help those around you build their reputations, build their groups, um, in addition to, of course, recommendations, is by facilitating introductions or helping to um, refer folks to groups or to other individuals to help build their networks, build their groups, build their interest, and build uh, their professional position and their capabilities. Very easy to do. You can do that right now. Now, the third item I did want to talk about is promotion and um, advocacy for another individual in terms of reciprocity. What I mean by that, everyone, is that an individual uh, may be discussing or really excited about a product or service they're working with. One of the easy ways Ways you can help them is to evangelize that product or service. Maybe it's an audiobook they're listening to, or a podcast such as the Frugal Snobs <laughs> that they like to listen to as well. So reciprocity can come in many different forms, and you can help folks out very easily, either through the online space, through social media, of course, being Have online and being socially responsible, or simply through evangelizing for an individual or advocating for them. It's very easy to do. It doesn't cost you a thing, everyone, and it's very easy to help you take care of those around you in a very easy way. Now that being the case, I did also want to mention uh, here folks um, a couple of things and one of the items I did want to mention is last weekend I actually had a really good opportunity uh, from a reciprocity perspective to listen to an audio book um, not an original audiobook, it's actually a book that was converted to audio uh, and read by an actor, of course, called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. It was actually written, I believe, in the early uh, 1900s, I believe sometime between 1902 and 1907. And the book itself um, promotes the power of, I don't want to say positive thinking, but it promotes the, the circle that we talked about on the episode. It promotes the thinking positively, the manifesting positive activities around you and helping others around you to help yourself. One should never uh, be self-serving in many cases. Now, as a frugal snob, I have mentioned on this show in the past that you should always be focusing on yourself. Yes, it's okay to focus on yourself. And I'm going to give a bit more of a philosophical lesson here of being a frugal snob. It's okay to focus on yourself. But at the same time, you get nowhere unless the group gets somewhere. No individual is bigger than those around you. So always keep that in mind when it comes down to reciprocity. And again, as a man thinketh, the book itself promotes this type of thinking. The positive, the positive thinking, the positive attitude, the looking to where you would like to be, and not only getting there yourself, but getting there through working with others around you. And like I had mentioned, reciprocity is a way to keep that, that, that activity positive. The behavior is always positive. It's positive reinforcement for your team. So definitely check out the book, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Really cool book. It's about 35 pages. If you're listening to the audio, uh, you can check out a video uh, that has the audio on YouTube. It's 54 minutes. Go check it out, As a Man Thinketh. Again, take care of each other, as I've said before. Be well, never pay retail. Hope everyone enjoyed episode 27. Looking forward to episode 28. Again, UFC 193 going on tonight. Should be really interesting. Hope all of the competitors are safe and responsible. Be well, never pay retail. Take care, and we'll see you down the road.